0: The season of harvest. We're going to look at Matthew, the 13th chapter. Beginning at the 24th verse. Matthew 13, 24 through 30. And it reads, another parable he put forth to them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. 26. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said unto him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said unto them, an enemy has done this the servant said to him do you want us then to go and gather them up but he said no lest while you gather up the tares you will also uproot the wheat with them verse 30 let both grow together until the harvest and the at the time of the harvest I will say unto the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them and gather the wheat and to my barn. The word of the Lord is already blessed. Amen. I'm excited about the word tonight. Let's dig into this. So he gave another parable. This was Jesus and he was speaking to them in a parable. And all a parable is, is a story that has earthly meaning but it is revealing a biblical principle it was a way of teaching that he used to break it down so that they could understand in their everyday language and because farming was such a large part of their everyday lives he uses the parable of the wheat and the tares and we know that wheat is a crop that we use to make and where a tear is is just another word for a weed okay so when we're going through this i want you to understand that the wheat is the good crop and the tear is the weeds and we know what weeds do to anything that's living is it chokes it out it goes in and it chokes out the good crop okay so he says the kingdom of heaven is light so he's giving us a glimpse into the kingdom of heaven. He said, a man who sold good seed in his field. Good seed in his field. I want you guys to remember that part. 25 says, but while men slept, his enemy came and sold tares or weeds amongst the wheat and went his way he's giving us a revelation of the kingdom and he said that there was a man and he sold good seed I want you to understand that the seed is good sometimes in our life when things happen to us we begin to doubt the seed but the scripture tells us here That the seed that was sown was good seed. It said, but while the man was sleeping, an enemy came and sowed weeds. And then he left. Because what the enemy does, he will wait until you're distracted. He will wait till you're lulled. He will wait till you're asleep. He'll wait till your back is turned. And he will sow tares or sow weeds amongst your good seed so what happens is you will begin to doubt if the seeds that you planted in the lives of others the seeds of your time the seeds of your wisdom the seeds of your intellect the seeds of your love the seeds of your money you will start to wonder and doubt if you planted in good ground because you're like i know i planted seed but what happened to the seed why am I not seeing a return on the seed and what the parable wants us to know is the seed that you planted was good but there is an enemy. Every time you spend time in the word of God, you're planting good seed. Every time you turn down your plate and fast and pray, you're planting good seed. Every time you choose to wake up and worship and honor God, you are planting good seed. Every time you encourage somebody to keep going, you're planting good seed. But what the enemy will do is he will give you a suggestion that it ain't working for you. That it's taking too long that you might as well go back to doing what you was doing before because you're doing this now and clearly you're not getting a return. But what I want us to remember is when we are in doubt, we need to ask God to bring back to our remembrance that the seed is good. Galatians six and seven says, God is not mocked whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap. When you sow good, you get good he who sows bountifully therefore shall reap bountifully he who sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly. God is not mocked meaning you can't play no games with God you can't trick God you can't thank you finessing him you can't think you getting over he not mocked he's not man he knows what you are doing We need to go back to the type of teaching that says God sees you all the time. That says you ain't getting away with nothing. You might get away with it with some of the people some of the time, but you're not getting away with it with all of the people all of the time. We got so many slicksters who think they're getting away with stuff, but I adjure you tonight that God is not mocked and whatsoever a man soweth. So those who are sowing good seed, my God, you can't expect a good harvest only the enemy is slick and sows weeds while somebody else is trying to sow something good have you ever been in a situation where you were sowing good behavior and you were trying to change your life around and somebody came and sold a weed on top of it somebody came and they didn't like you so they got other people to not like you with them it wasn't enough for them to not like you but they had to slander the whole group because they had to sow seeds they didn't do it in your face they had to do it while you were sleeping they had to do it the day you didn't come to work they had to do it the day you didn't come to the meeting and when when you come back you don't understand why you feel choked out by weeds because the enemy sold where you were sowing good the enemy also sold weeds weeds come to choke out the life force and one thing about weeds they're very dominating if any of you ever had a home and had a yard in Florida we got these weeds called they look like lily pads And you also got those weeds, they white, they look like a flower. They not a flower, they weeds. And one thing about a weed, when it starts to catch, it'll take over your whole yard. It will take over your whole yard. And that's how the enemy works. He seeks to choke out, but the way that he chokes out is through bundles, and he tries to do it with other people. The saying says misery loves company, but weeds also love company. You can find a negative person. You can put them in a group. They will find another negative person before the meeting is over because there is an attraction between them. Just like there is an attraction between those of us who are in the kingdom and of light to others who are in the kingdom and of light. The spirit of the Lord says that we must test all spirits by the spirit. We can't go by what people say anymore. We must test and try their spirit because we know that the weeds and the wheat also look alike. Let's go further into the scripture. He said 26. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. Uh Uh-oh. So now you got good seed. Your Your wheat is growing up. Your grain is producing a crop. But guess what is also coming up? The weeds. This is how you get the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. You get a blessing on one end, and then you get a hit on the other. You got a raise on your job. God blessed you financially, but then your kids start acting up. You finally get out of depression, then your tires on your car go bad. You finally find a place of acceptance and love, and then someone dies. You have the wheat. And you have the tares growing together. Twenty said, 27 says, so the servants of the owner came and said unto him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? Ooh, this is when you got to live life, people of God. This separates the novice from the mature. Because what happens is, When trouble comes in people's life, we tend to want to blame it on something, someone, or some hidden sin. And so immediately the servants said, I thought you sold good seed, man. If you sold good seed, then why y'all weeds all up in here? It reminds me in the Bible where there was a man who was born blind from birth. And this man... Parents, they were being under, they were g- becoming accused because they said if he was born blind, then the parents must have done something to have a child born blind. And what we must understand is. The sun shines on the just just as it does the unjust. We cannot assume that because people are going through a wilderness season in their life that God is judging them because we must remember that the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tested and tried. Every Christian, every believer is going to have moments where they're going to see loss. Every believer is going to have moments where they're going to see loss going to be persecuted every believer is going to have moments where they're going to be ridiculed and struck down but I tell you on tonight you may be there but you will not stay there because God does not leave you where you do not belong and God will not allow his people to be taken somewhere that he can't bring them back from because all anointings must be tested in order to be trusted if we want to be trusted with the oil of his anointing, then we must be trusted tested and the way that we are tested is through the wilderness because what it is going to do is going to shape and fashion us and those rough edges and those things that are not like God it's going to begin to refine us so that when we are able to get to the place in the fullness of time in due season where God is going to elevate you you will not take the things that easily beset you and weigh you down. You cannot assume that because somebody got COVID or somebody got cancer or somebody's baby died, that there was sin in their life. That is a sign of an immature mind that seeks to blame someone because of their lot in life. We cannot blame people for their lot in life because we do not know the process that God is taking them through. You must know that the conditions for every seed to sprout are different. If you go to Home Depot, there are seeds that are perennials. There are seeds that are annuals. There are seeds that grow well in the shade. Oh, hallelujah. There are seeds that need full sunlight in order to grow because every seed needs a different type of soil, atmosphere, environment, and heat complex in order to grow. So I cannot look at that brother or I cannot look at that sister. And wonder why this is happening to them, and say, "Oh my gosh, they must have a hidden sin in their life, because their life is going so bad." The servants challenged him and said, "I thought you sold good seed. Because if you sold good seed, then why are there weeds?" Ebony, I thought you were a Christian. If you were a Christian, then why are you losing? Oh, hallelujah. If you were a Christian, then why didn't you get the promotion? If you were a Christian, then how is it that you had a divorce? If you are a Christian, then how is it that your life doesn't look like good seed? My God. twenty-eight. The master responds, and he says unto the servants, an enemy has done this. People of God, I need you to hear me on tonight. We have an enemy, and this enemy, he knows your card. He knows your generational bloodline and your propensities. He know what your granddaddy did. He know what your great granddaddy did and your grandmama. He know the ones you can't locate. He know about them. He knows what you did last summer. Oh, hallelujah. He knows what you did when you thought nobody else was looking. You have an enemy. And let me tell you something about that enemy. That enemy tries to place weeds everywhere you make a good seed in the ground. But if you know you have an enemy, then you will also know how to defeat him. You will also know how to counter his attacks because God does not leave us defenseless. He gives us the whole armor of God. He gives us the word of God. He gives us salvation. He gives us the breastplate of righteousness. He gives us his armor so that we may be able to stand against the wiles and the fiery darts of the enemy. An enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? So now the servants, they they they, they acting like they real up, you know, they ready to move something. They like, what? So you mean to tell me somebody came when we wasn't looking and they sabotaged us, man? Let's go get them. Let's go ride on them. So the servants are kind of acting like a Peter. <laughs> the master said, 29. No, lest while you gather up the weeds, you will also uproot the wheat harvest with them. 30, let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, let both of them go together. We have to be mindful, people of God, in our haste. God will reveal to you the people in your life that's not right. God will reveal to you the people who are wolves in sheep clothing. God will reveal to you the enemy that is sowing tears. And it is not always for you to go and confront them. It is not always for you to put them on blast. Because there is a set time. And when the set time comes, this is how the Lord makes your enemy your footstool. This is how the Lord prepares a table in the presence of your enemy for you. Because when we relinquish our power for vengeance, then it allows God to To work his will He said no don't you go And and, and cuss them out Don't you go and put them on blast Don't you go and land blast them Because that then is going to make you No better than them What you're going to do is pray for them Because when you respond In an infantry state When you respond immaturely When you respond like they respond Then guess what Now you have the potential To hurt other wheat. You got the potential to hurt other Christians who are babes because now they see you acting like a fool and they think it's okay for them to act like a fool. The Bible says for his name's sake, we need to walk in goodness for the sake of the name. When we become a Christian, we take on the name of Christ. When we are a part of the kingdom, we take on his name. So people are looking at us to walk higher, to stand taller, to shine brighter. And when we, Take it amongst ourselves to uproot the, the the weeds. And God say, You don't uproot the weeds. That's not your job. I need you to stay in your lane in this season. I need you to check yourself in this season. I need you to sweep around your own front door in this season. I need you to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling in this season. And you allow me when the time for harvest comes to separate the weeds. Everything ain't for you to call out. At the time of harvest, I will say unto the reapers first gather the tails and bind them in bundles to burn them. My God. At the time of harvest, people of God, Genesis 8 and 22 says while the Earth remains seed time and Harvest cold and heat Summer and winter day and Night shall not Cease so as long As the earth turns on its axis, hallelujah we Will have seed time and harvest And when we take that and we Break it down you have seed And that is what you have the ability to Plant that is what you have the ability To give that is what you have the Ability to sow seed can not just only be monies like I said earlier seed can be your time it can be your intellect seed can be whatever it is in your hand to sow you can sow seed seed then goes in the ground to die it goes through a process and in the middle of seed becoming harvest there is something called time in the middle it is a three-part continual seed time and harvest and on this continuum once the seed goes down in the ground once you release it out of your hand the seed goes through some process it has to die before it can sprout forth and in the fullness of time that seed begins to sprout up and when it begins to sprout up then you have a harvest but the harvest must be gathered by the reapers Matthew 9 and 37 says, then he said unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. We are in an hour where there are so many people who have not heard the gospel, which is the good news of Jesus Christ, who have not experienced the love of God, who have not felt the acceptance of God, the same God that gave us grace and mercy and saved us from our sins. We have people and generations who have never heard the gospel message, who have never been in Sunday school or stepped foot in a church. So we see them and we pass by them and they are our friends on social media. But guess what? they have not been able to hear the Bible says how can they hear without a preacher we must know that in this hour the harvest is plentiful there are so many people that are just willing to be saved if only we would open our mouth if only we would open our hearts if only we would open our hands to plant a seed into their life if only we would encourage them if only we would tell them there is a man that you need to come and see oh hallelujah there is a man that's saved me when I was in the uttermost there is a man who reached down when I could not see my way there is a man and his name is Jesus oh hallelujah when I thought I was gonna lose my mind there was a man and his name was Jesus I know the world is going crazy and is upside down but I have good news and that good news is he's whoever hallelujah whoever Believe in their heart And confess with their mouth Shall be saved Hallelujah There was a man who died on the cross Hallelujah For my sins and your sins There is a man that loves you Hallelujah He loved you before the foundations of the earth And he called you And he has a space and a calling And a plan for your life This is good news people of God This is good news for people who don't see their way out This is the light of the world And the light should be placed on a hill And not hidden oh hallelujah That which we have received Freely we must also give Freely we cannot sit on the Gospel but we must share the good News because people in a dying And dark world need the life Of the word and they need the light Of his gospel We have to identify That when we plant good seed We have to identify when things Ain't going right to not go Back to not slide Back to not cower down, to not slip into discretion, but to understand that there is an enemy that we have to identify. What you also need to know is, despite weeds being in your life, that weeds won't stop your growth. They might slow you down, but they won't stop you. You will be getting stronger. You will still be able to grow and thrive amongst the weeds. In some of the hardest seasons of my life, when I felt as if I couldn't go another step, when everyone was against me, when I felt that I could hardly even pray for myself, when I felt that I couldn't have the words to utter, when I felt that there was no place for me to go and I had to lift my eyes to the hills, what I realized was my growth was not impeded. I actually came out stronger because of the resistance God will allow you. If you are in a season where you are being tested and even though you're it's the best of times and worst of times, he will allow you to thrive. What you have to understand and what the scripture shows us is first thing they did was gather the tares and bound them together and put them in a fire. The first people that are going to have rulings against them are going to be the people who shouldn't have been in the vineyard in the first place. God is going to bind them together. The reason why you are seeing yourself separate from people, the reason why you're seeing people separate from you is because God is binding wheat and he is binding tear and what you need to understand is those weeds are going to be burned meaning they are going to be judged and if they are breaking away allow them to break away and bid them adieu because God is the reaper and he has to separate in this season because again it will be the best of times for some and the worst of times for others but it also says that the reaper will gather the wheat into the barn meaning the barn represents a place of safety so even though it was turbulence even though you barely came out of 2020 please understand the barn represents safety and when God place you there he's going to place you in a safe place with other weak and like-minded individuals the, with the the way that wheat is fashioned it has a heavy top meaning that it bows down it is a place of worship the wheats will worship God when you test the spirit you will know it because there will be a spirit of repentance and humility, there will be a savor on the true people of God in the kingdom of God. They will not operate in pride and arrogance. They will not operate in anger. They will not operate in retaliation. That is what the tares do. But the wheat will bow to God, the wheat will hear the voice of the Lord and repent and change their ways. What we have to understand is the whole time God saw it. Oh, hallelujah. I need to give you a second to tell you who your God is. The whole time God saw when the enemy planted it when you wasn't looking. The whole time God saw it. So we should never question the seed. Never question when you do good to somebody. Never question when God lays it on your heart to bless somebody. The seed is good, and don't question the good seed. Hallelujah. Because God is in control. And what You have to understand is that God Is sovereign oh hallelujah That means he is the supreme power I don't care what is in the earth Yes you may have witchcraft Power and you may have ancient Spirits but let me tell you about The ancient of days and the rock of Ages let me tell you about God who is sovereign let me tell You that his power reigns supreme Oh hallelujah we shall Tread upon scorpions and scorpions Hallelujah and if we take anything Deadly it shall not harm us Please understand there is one Supreme God there is one All knowing God for he is Omniscient omnipresent Hallelujah he is everywhere He knows everything and he Has all power he is Omnipotent we must know That there is a sovereign God And he is the God of Israel he is the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob he is the God of You and I oh hallelujah He is the rock of a you need to know that your God reigns supreme There shall be no other gods before him He has all power He is sovereign He is sovereign This is a season people of God Where we must repent and forgive Repent of what you've done And forgive people of what they've done Repent and forgive We must draw nigh unto God And we must go to God because he wants us to look again. That was the phrase he gave me. He said, tell my people to look again. I'm going to give them deeper understanding and revelation of what they thought they knew. I'm going to say that again. He says, I want them to look again. Because when you knock, seek, you will find and he will answer. He says, I'm going to give them deeper understanding and revelation of what they thought they knew the word is alive people of god and god is releasing a deeper level in him in this hour but we must draw nigh unto him he wants us to look again He wants us to believe again. He wants us to plant again because you got good seed. Oh, hallelujah. He wants us to fight again. He wants us to love again. He wants us to release it at the altar so that he is able to position us so that we may be able to receive the harvest in this hour. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The end of our faith is the manifestation. God is going to manifest so many things that you've been praying for. He's going to manifest so many things you have stood in faith for. Because this is the hour of harvest But what we must also understand People of God That in the hour of harvest That while we are harvesting And while God is putting us together There will also be people Who will be on the other side of the coin Hallelujah There are going to be some people in this hour That you're not going to be able to save Oh hallelujah And they're probably going to be in your family Or close to you Hallelujah God is saying Let me do the separation Oh Hallelujah. Let me, if I remove them, allow me to do it in this season so that I can make them greater in the next season. Oh, hallelujah. I want to show you things that you know not. I want you to look again. I want you to apply again. I want you to try to get the loan again. I want you to try to get the scholarship again. I want you to apply for the job again. I want you to see if you can get the house again. I want you to let them run your credit this time and go for the car again. I need your faith to arise, people of God, because we are in a season of harvest. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And in this season, you're going to see the people around you beginning to get their harvest. You're going to hear the sound of the reapers, hallelujah. And if he did it for them, he will do it for you. Hallelujah, you will be next for the manifestation of harvest in your season. Hallelujah. Please understand that wheat and weeds look alike. Hallelujah. And only time that you're gonna know the difference is when the harvest shall be revealed. Hallelujah. He's going to show you who's not right. Hallelujah. He's going to uncover and reveal to you the weeds in your life. Hallelujah. The weeds that the enemy set up. Some of your weeds the enemy set up 30 years ago. Some of the weeds the enemy set up in your bloodline. Some of the enemies, the, the, some of these enemies, the enemies set up from your job. Some of the enemies sleep in your bed. Some of the enemies, hallelujah, ride in your car. Some of the enemies have ate food with you and the enemies are in your life. But God says that show you who they are. Because I will not allow them to choke you out in this season. Because this is the season for your friends And your close friends and for those who are connected To you for your family who is Connected to you for those who have stayed On the wall and have not come down This is the season for those who have been Faithful this is the season for those Who have kept the faith oh hallelujah This is the season that you Shall see the manifestation Hallelujah this is the season of Harvest we pray that you are blessed Father God we thank you that your word is blessed We thank you for the people on the line We pray Lord God that not only that you reveal and uncover Lord God but you make them strong in this season that you remind them that their seed is good. Lord God that you allow them to identify the enemy Lord God and let that, that know that you are in control and they don't have to question the seed. Father God allow them to know that you are sovereign Lord God and you have never lost the case and you have never missed a beat. You are the God who watches over Israel who neither sleeps nor slumbers. Hallelujah you got it on lock and you have been had it on lock. You is he who was and is and is to come hallelujah in the beginning was you hallelujah you was the word you was with God and you was God hallelujah you do not miss a beat allow your people to understand your sovereignty allow your people to understand your power and your presence in their life fill them with your faith oh God so that they may be able to stand in this day these and all things we pray in Jesus name Exciting things on the horizon and welcome to the Solutions Family. I created this channel with you in mind. I can't wait to begin sharing with you all. My prayer is that you receive relevant solutions for everyday life. See you soon. Love, Eb.